trust anybody now. Come on, you hate! You wanna live forever? Now what? But no matter what happens, Godzilla will live. And welcome back to the 73rd episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. Of course, you got your host Sludge here, co-host across from me. It's Mark. Our brother from Texas. Ruben. And we are stoked for this one because it's it's Thanksgiving time. Well, by the time you guys listen to this, you've already filled your stomachs with lots of turkey or ham and <laughs> mashed potatoes, things like that. Probably had a nap already. Uh, and, two or three oh, yeah. of them, oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and get football, listen to the podcast. Exactly. So we want to make sure and give yep. you guys a nice ooey-gooey film uh, for Thanksgiving just to make you want to vomit everything oh, you just yes. ate. Actually, I was watching it the other night. And my wife came through, and it was the scene in this movie. Well, any scene in this movie gets really ooey gooey, um, and she's like, "Oh, I can't watch that. That's going to make me throw up." I'm like, "That's perfect. That's yes. what. That's that's what I wanted to happen." <laughs> so it worked. But uh, yeah, so it's Thanksgiving time, and uh, hopefully you guys are. Uh, of course, this comes out on Saturday, so it's Thanksgiving just happened two days ago. Um, and hope you guys are safe traveling. Had a good Thanksgiving with the family. It's been a crazy couple of years. But what the you know, I want to know what the three of you or the two of you. Well, I'm say, counting myself yeah. in third person. Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> looking around. I'm yeah. looking for somebody. <laughs> somebody else here. Um, uh, most excited about food wise for Thanksgiving. If you pick one item, what's the one item you got to have on Thanksgiving? What well, you know, um, uh, the the deep fried turkey is. Uh, cooked when it's cooked right is, I, I I'll feel the I'll feel the gut full of it. Feel the gut full, yeah. Of the turkey. Uh, Ruben, yeah. what about you? I'm a traditional guy. We do ham and turkey, but I I prefer the turkey. The yeah. turkey. Well, now a few mm-hmm. years, you know, my, my, you know, mom's been gone for a little while. It yeah. used to be the banana, banana pudding. pudding exactly. but the banana pudding, yeah. there would be fights over the banana pudding. Yeah. yeah. So, and then this, this year. Well, you know, there, there's the side dish, too. Like, I love the uh, the green bean casseroles, too. If you were oh, man. That one. Oh, here, man. Here My wife goes. makes an awesome green bean casserole. Yeah. Corn, mm-hmm. corn casserole. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Oh, man. So good. So, turkey, turkey. Yeah. Me. Yeah. It's it's not going to be here this year. I'm pretty upset because, you know, yeah, we haven't had grannies. Um Banana pudding, which for people who listen, they're like, hey, banana pudding, banana pudding, it's banana pudding. Yeah. No, 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 no. My, my grandmother's banana pudding, Mark's mom, didn't look like banana pudding, nor like the pudding you'd buy at the store. Right. It, it wasn't yellow. Yeah, it wasn't vanilla pudding. No. It was, she, it was the wafers and all that no, stuff. She no, she made everything, everything from scratch. She caramelized the syrup for the pudding, the pudding from scratch, everything. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it was had like a, almost like a browner, a darker brown color, but dude- the f- oh, that's the best band put on earth. So. And when I say there were fights over, there were well, there fights were literal over fights it, yes. over. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, there 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 are two items in the Reagan family on uh, as far as my dad's side of the family um, that it, it can get violent over. And it was <laughs> Granny's <laughs> banana, Granny's pudding. banana pudding. Yeah, and then my sister makes this stuff called Holy Smoke. Oh yeah, and oh, uh, yes. that stuff is me and Mark will 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 fight over that. Yeah. Haley has to make like she has to make three, three. every year. Yeah, three because she has to, to to keep the peace because she used to not to, but in order to keep the peace, last couple of years she's made three, one to have at the dinner. And then one for Mark and one for me. <laughs> and one for you. So and but it never fails because we still end up fighting over each other. Oh, yeah. Because you know, oh, yeah. he'll go hide mine. 
<laughs> yeah, and I've done the tis too, you know. Yeah. One year, yeah. I, I, I just took off with both of them. I didn't even care. So what, you know? what, what, what is it? What exactly is it? I Holy smoke, smoke is, it's, it's a graham very cracker simple. crust. Yeah, very simple. A rich chocolate pudding. And then it's got okay. whipped cream. Whip cream. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I it. mean, that's, that's, that's it. it. Oh, man. Dude, man, but it oh, is. Man. I don't know what she does and how she makes it because it seems simple, yeah. but it's it's amazing. It does good. Um, but, so, but for me this year, just because it's been a rough year with COVID. Um, what, you know, salad? Or what, what, what's no, that? No, <laughs> no. I'm going to be pretty upset because, uh, yeah, we'll have holy smoke. We'll have yeah. the turkey. I'm a big ham guy. I like the ham. Um, you know, corn casserole. Oh, My yeah. wife's going to be making – her green bean casserole. I think she's actually even making her mom's broccoli casserole, which is awesome because her mom's broccoli casserole oh. is phenomenal. Thankfully, she learned it before because her, her mother. For those who don't know, my wife's mother-in-law or my my mother-in-law, my wife's mom, passed away uh, almost two months ago now um, from COVID. Um, so she's this will be her first year without her. Um, so we're not going. You know, I was worried we're not going to have the broccoli casserole, but Sarah's doing it. But my mother is gone for Thanksgiving this year, and this is the first year without my mother. She's you know, she just went down to Florida to spend Thanksgiving with her mom um, yeah. uh, for Thanksgiving, so she won't be here, which means my favorite item won't either, and that is my mother's Uh-oh. pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that that's – y'all I'll keep the turkey, but, man, that pumpkin yeah. pie now, my mom's. Here's, here's trivia for all the listeners. I do not eat pie. Really? You don't do eat pie? Like no, I do not like pie. Don't like it. You're like the Dr. Seuss character. I do not yeah, like green I, eggs and ham, Sam. I, I am. I do not. I do not like I pie. Not, I do not like pie. I was about to be know? like, "How are um, you American?" But that, that's not the right question. How are you human <laughs> and not like pie, man? I do not like. I mean, I've tried it. I've tried pecan, pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin. I just that's just. I, and I know it's weird. That's why I bring it up because I do not like pie. So when it's dessert time on Thanksgiving. I'm the only one not eating usually. Wow. Because, wow. Uh, you know, unless, is... unless somebody goes out of the way and makes me, unless Cindy will go out there and make me a cake or something. Um, I do not eat dessert on Thanksgiving. <clears throat> that is. But uh, that's okay. That's, you know, that's sad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I figured, I figured that would be your reaction, but yeah. it's, it's, the, it's, it's okay. The truth. This is how we rectify it. <laughs> Everyone listening on Thanksgiving or just after you hear this. <laughs> Just flood Ruben's Facebook with just pictures of pies. Oh, there you they go. Just every there pie you go. Go. That's it, right there. He just pie that man to death. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I, I did though. The other day we went to McDonald's and they gave right. me a strawberry pie, and I ate that. That yeah. was. Does a pop tart count as pie? <laughs> that, that's pretty much what those things at <laughs> yeah. McDonald's are. Yeah, that's what they are. I'll eat a pop tart. I'm just saying because I went to McDonald's and we ordered. Uh, we tried a McRib. You know, we tried the McRib. And they offered us, he goes, well, you want to, su- you know, supersize it, you get a free pie. Wait. So I tried their strawberry yeah, what, pie. Uh, you reel that yeah. back. Wait, wait, yeah. yeah. Reel that back. tried a McRib? Yeah. Have yeah. you never tried had a McRib before? No, no, I've have. Oh, I've tried oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got one. How yeah. old are yeah. you? This is your first yeah. Yeah. McRib? No, no, I've tried the McRib. <laughs> we went in, it was McRib time, so my wife loves them. She goes, let's go get a McRib. So I tried their strawberry pie, but it's just a fat 
Pop tart. Yeah, you know, that's like, really yeah. That's all that. Yeah, was, <laughs> was it the, the strawberries and cream? Yeah, yeah. Strawberry oh, yeah. 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 They're good. They're no, good. They are good. Yeah, but they they're are. Not, I did like that one, but I wouldn't classify that. No, as they're pie. they are. They're they're like you know they're they're the hot pockets of pies. There you go. That's, that's, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, I will yeah, tell you one so. thing though. Then we'll get to the movie. We're kind of just ranting here. Yeah, I know it. Is uh uh I can't. I I'll no longer be able to eat a McRib from McDonald's. I know people are really. You either love them or you hate them. You know, I've yeah, always loved yeah. them. I know like, well, it's not rib meat. I know. I don't care. Nothing yeah. at McDonald's is really what it yeah. is. Like, it's garbage yeah. for a reason. But I won't eat McDonald's yeah. because you know, touring for years, that's all we had, and so oh, I, man, I find burned out on it. Oh, yeah. dude, even you know what? I'm eight years, seven years off of the touring deal. I can't yeah. eat McDonald's. <clears throat> I'll go get their sweet tea. But I can't eat McDonald's. It just it disgusts me, except for the McRib. Nah. I made a fatal mistake the other day. And for those listening, if you haven't tried it, go get to a freaking Arby's. Uh oh. And try their new Yeah, they have one. Their new rib I heard sandwich. It was great. Oh <laughs> dude. Well, you'll never eat McRib again. Oh. You like it is delicious. It is I've I've had a few. Yeah. I tried it like two weeks ago and I've had a few. A few. See, we only <laughs> like, have one Arby's here. We have only one Arby's here in town, and it's way on the other side of town. Um, Dude, that that rib Corpus sandwich is, is worth basically it. Basically divided in half. You have the south side where everybody lives, and then you have where I live. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which is fine because I get home in five minutes. Okay, they get home in thirty minutes. So, oh, so but it's over there nice. on that side of town. It's on the south. It's side worth of a town, drive, so. man. It's worth the drive. Yeah, it's so good, yeah. so good. So now that we've yeah, got so you all. Hungry, yeah, you know, yeah. There you go. Now it's time to talk about some ooey gooey nastiness ooey gooey. in Here the movie go. that is Blue Monkey. Damn it! Clear. At 7 p.m., County Memorial Hospital was placed under a Class Four quarantine alert. I've never seen any strain of bacteria with a configuration like this. It's not what's gotten into their patients that worries them. It's what's getting out. Oh, my God. It's one of a kind. I got to get closer. The entrances are completely sealed. It's really happening. Sultan Pig. No one is permitted in or out until further notice. Friday night. It's always like this. Male paralyzes a victim by stinging. When those eggs hatch, you're gonna have a lot of hungry larvae. Oh my God, they're still alive! Charlie would give me back my action movies. And damn, 
Join us every two weeks as we dive into the classic action movies of the 80s and 90s. That's right, Charlie. But we also take a look at some of the current films out there that still has those nostalgic feels for us. Exactly. So make sure you find us on all your major podcasting platforms. And check us out over on Facebook. We have a group where the conversation's always going 24-7. We're having a good time. I think so. I'll be back. Blue Monkey came out in 1987. Uh, it's actually a Canadian film. It was actually part of a three-picture deal um, that the company had um, to do. Um, oh, gosh. Because uh, I think William Fruitt, who did this movie, did one of the other ones that they did. I, I don't remember. No, who cares? It was a Canadian film. You know what I mean? Like, not, not many good Canadian films exist. This is one of the few. Um, but so it was. they had a part of a picture deal, small budget. Budget in this one was like $3 million. Um, no clue. I don't know if you guys find out, but I have no clue what this thing ended up doing. Um, because it had a small. It went straight to. It went straight to. It went straight to video. It wasn't even released. Oh yeah, that's there. right. Yeah, no, this one was straight to video. Yeah, it yep. was straight to video. Um, mm-hmm. so who knows what this has done? So, but um, so uh, it was Sandy Howard and uh, Martin Walters produced this one. Is directed by William Fruit. Uh, it's got a pretty decent cast of people that. Is they're not A list actors, but they're B list enough that you've at least recognized them, um, you know, a time yeah. or two. Uh, <laughs> mainly, yeah. Steve Rails back um, is in this, and of course, those who don't know who Steve is probably didn't see the uh, uh, Helter Skelter. He was he you know he was yeah Helter Skelter. Yeah, he was Charlie Manson, yeah. Charles he Manson was, in that. Was, yeah. He was Manson, and he yeah. did a good Manson. He very well, very good. And that's what <laughs> that was the show that kicked. That, that's what kicked it off his career. Yeah, was really yeah. that. Um, so and he's and he's done some other other uh, pretty good movies, but then you've got Gwyneth Walsh. She's the other main actress in it. She's pretty good. Um, and then uh, I can't think of his name. Mark, you brought him up before the show. One of the characters. There's a, he's Dean. He's, he's Joe, Dean Warmer. Joe, Flynn. I know him as Dean Warmer. <laughs> Dean. Oh, Dean oh, Warmer. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah Dean Warmer House. is in it. Yeah. From <laughs> House. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Yep. Yep. Dean Warmer. I yeah. said, hey, it's yeah. Dean Warmer. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> But uh, what, what, Joe Flaherty. Joe Flaherty. Yeah. Joe Flaherty's in this Flaherty. and uh, yeah. small role, but it's a funny role. Yeah. Him and his wife are at this yeah. hospital. We'll give the synopsis in a second. And there because they're having a baby. But uh, I was trying to pinpoint where I remembered him because I've seen him in a lot of stuff. But it, you said it earlier. It was Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That yeah. that he was in. I'm like, yes, that's right. He was the the, the cab driver. Like, or no, Ruben. I think you brought it up. Um, yeah. He's uh, he was driving driving the Volkswagen. Or the Volkswagen. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Sizzler with shooting. <laughs> um, so, um, but it's, it's uh, again, 1987, straight to video. Um, you can and, find and, uh, us. You know what? Uh, Sarah Polly is one of the kids. Re- one of the, really? Yes. She's a little blonde girl is Sarah Polly, a very young Sarah Polly. I did not know that. I had no idea yep, about that. That was one. A, a matter of fact, that might have been her very first role. Um, uh, but yeah, she's in it. She, uh, I was reading through the. No, it wasn't even her first role. It was like her sixth role. But uh, she's one of the kids. Wow, the kid and the kids are great in this movie. Um, yeah, the kids are great in this movie. But I figured I'd bring that up because you know it's I, notable that she she turned out to be big in the. You know, well, she did Dawn of the Dead. That's the biggest. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I never. I never could. I mean, yeah. 
figure out what the kids were doing in this movie, but it was a hospital. So yeah, they're, they're just always running, running free. <laughs> just like, what, what's going on? Um, Get back in your beds. Get back go in ahead. your beds. I'm sorry. But, um, sorry to interrupt, but I wanted yeah. to make sure. To- <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, no, no worries. So um, <laughs> so pretty much the movie, again, came out in 1987, had $3 million budget. We have no idea what it did, you know, because there was no box office numbers. It was straight to, to VHS. Now, it went under two monikers. Well, three technically, because when the movie came out, it was written, it was actually called um, Green Monkey. But of course, now this is in the 80s and AIDS was still kind of a big deal. And the belief then was that, you know, still that AIDS had originated from the African Green Monkey. So they decided that we can't use that title. We got to change the name. And so it was kind of set in limbo between insect because the creature in this is a, almost like a giant mutated praying mantis pretty much. Yeah. Um, or Blue Monkey, because one of the kids, Joey, in the movie, they're running around the hospital, and they're going down to these little, the old abandoned section of the hospital, because um, every hospital has one of those in the 80s, um, where the creature hides, or the, or the serial exactly. killer hides. They always exactly. have them. And he says something, uh, always <laughs> yeah, and he says, I hope we find a Blue Monkey, you know, and then that's kind of, yeah. well, the movie's supposed to be called Green Monkey, and then the Blue Monkey line, so they end up calling it Blue Monkey instead of Insect. And that's how it was released on VHS. But then it got a really small re-release. Not, not a re-release, but a Blu-ray release in Canada. Because uh, you can't, yeah. it, it didn't happen here in America. It didn't get past VHS in America. Um, but of course, it's hop, skip, and jump away. You can get it from Canada. And they retitled it Insect. You, yeah. And it's on Amazon. You can yeah. get it so on you Amazon. You can get it. Because yeah. um, it's, a, it's a beautiful Blu-ray. And uh, as far as the transfer, and I will say oh, that... Yeah. I was gonna. I was shocked because I thought I was gonna get a VHS when I started watching it. I'm like, well, because I read an old story that they didn't release a Blu-ray. Then I saw the one on the Plex. I'm like, this got a Blu-ray release. It had to. It's 1080p. And then I went and looked, and sure enough, there was a Blu-ray just released recently. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I love this movie, and so as soon as it was released, I'm like, "Ah, I'm getting it because I mean, I've I've still got my original VHS copy of this. Up in the oh, up in the nerd vault, um, I found yeah. it at a hole in the wall video store in Alpha, Tennessee. Um, wow! That little video store that was next to the Fred's Dollar General. People are like, "What are you talking about?" Mark knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the shopping center across from Pizza Plus. Yeah. Found it. Found so it there. Was used? Was that a it, rental? It was. Yeah, it was a rental. New? It was rental. Yeah. It was used. Oh, um, all right. Um, so, uh, just a great movie. So, I mean, the movie starts off um, uh, at this. Um, I don't want to forget her name. This lady's a greenhouse because uh, I remember Fred, but I can't think of her name. Gosh, Fred, um, <laughs> Fred the guy gets it. Marwella. Marwella is her name. Marwella, At, uh, the, yeah. One of the characters, Marwella, yeah. um, she's tending to her flowers, and she just got this new plant from like some volcanic island or something. And Fred is fixing some things for her, and Fred and Marwella kind of got the hots for each other, and they're talking about yeah. their date. And Fred goes to leave, and he gets pricked by this new plant of hers. And then all of a sudden, he kind of starts having major health issues, so they have to rush him to the hospital. So they rush him to the hospital. While while this is going on, Steve Railsbeck, who is a detective in this movie, one of the main characters, is also rushed to the hospital with his partner, who's just been shot. And that's when we meet um, uh, Gwyneth Walsh's character, uh, Dr. Carson. Um, She's the other main character in this one. And she kind of gets, you know, Fred in there, and he's 
convulsing and like something's wrong with him and um then her his you know steve's uh, partner shot uh, his play, his character's name's bishop she's dealing with that it's all kind of chaotic and so they get him back for surgery and railsbeck just hasn't left bishop hasn't left because he's kind of like he's worried about his partner and he's talking to the doctors and then all of a sudden fred starts severely convulsing and puking stuff up white foam out of his mouth and then all of a sudden what's just a gloriously grotesque shot his throat starts to swell and out comes this white turd. Let's <laughs> <laughs> explain it. Uh, out of his, he comes that's a lot. That's a lot of exactly yeah, you're gonna get. out of his mouth and then he stops convulsing. And it ends up this the the insect, the bug in this is inside. It's like a cocoon almost. And what it really reminds me of is do y'all watch that movie Enemy Mine? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember the food? Oh yeah. That he has to yes. eat. That he tries to feed Dennis yeah. Quaid. Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. it was like this was just a white version of that, that. stuff because oh, that was exactly. like clear and green. Yeah. Um, just totally disgusting. Um, so uh, so they take this thing back and try to run tests on this. They can't X-ray it because, or they do try to X-ray it, but they can't see within it. So they and but what happens though is while they're trying to get do tests on this, the ambulance <coughs> guy who brought Fred in starts to come down with the same type of symptoms as far as the like the fever and the chills and the and the the convulsions so they're worried it's a a virus yeah. um then that starts they they put up putting the hospital on lockdown well they can't get the test back and they can't see what's inside this thing that came out of Fred and so they decide to cut it open and another grotesquely ooey gooey scene and so they go to cut it and this is where my wife walked in and she's like uh i can't do this and so they cut it and it's like green ooze and everything comes out and it sparks all of a sudden for some reason and then they kind of zooms out and they're all looking at it bishop's there <coughs> excuse me dr carson um you know some candy striper character who doesn't matter because she's going to die later is in the room and the, and they're looking at it and you don't see it and they're like that's the strangest ugliest bug I've ever seen, you know, so obviously they realize a bug has come out of this and that's when they can't figure out what it is. They don't know. They've never seen a bug like this. So Dr. Carson says, well, I've got a friend, Dr. Jacobs, who's an entomologist. And then the, the one black guy shows up and he's all of a sudden the taxi driver, apparently. And she's like, go pick him up because he doesn't have a car. Yeah. So he goes to go pick up Dr. Jacobs from the house. He's played by Don Lake, uh, an actor everyone's probably familiar with. I've seen him before. Um, and uh, brings him to the hospital to try and see what this bug is. The problem is, is between the time that they are waiting for him to come back and verify what type of insect this is, they give the candy striper nurse, I can't even remember her name, one job, one job only, and that's to keep an eye on this thing. You know, they got it covered. <laughs> you know, you just don't don't let it out of your sight. They well, got it in a bowl, in and a bowl set, yeah, and a, yeah. a glass cake lid yeah. or whatever. Well, she's just got to look at it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and and enter typical horror movie <laughs> yep, right <here>. scenario. <laughs> so a guy comes walking in <laughs> in the room. Here it is. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> this guy happens, works at the hospital. They're actually putting in a new laser research facility. By the way, which makes no sense because it's a small county hospital, uh, but they have this massive multi-million-dollar yeah. laser research center. Um, and he comes in and he's like, oh, yeah, I need a break. Let's go smoke one. So he pulls a doobie out and, or a joint out and, and she's like, okay, real quick. So they just take off. Okay. So your one job, you have already failed, yeah. you know, and now you're going to go do drugs yeah. and just what, what can happen next? We'll get there. Um, so while they're gone, 
the kids that we have met, Joey and his crew, Joey's a kid that's there with leukemia, um, who kind of takes kindly to, to, to Bishop because you find out that Joey's parents dropped him off at this hospital and just left him there. So now he kind of lives at the hospital because he has no parents. And Joey and Bishop form a bond throughout this movie. And while Joey's running around with the kids, he's the gang leader of these little kids that are all you know sick. Yeah. They don't say what for. They happen to come into this room where the bug is. Where the well, very, Joey has leukemia. Yeah, Joey, Joey has, leukemia. has leukemia. But they don't say yeah, what the other, other kids have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they come in and they're playing with things and test tubes. And this is clearly a place they're not supposed to be. And then they see the bug. <laughs> and they get the brilliant idea of like, we need to feed it. it. Let's feed it. So they take the lid off of the glass case. And Joey gets a bottle of some kind of chemical. Like, like beaded chemical, almost like green fish food, right? And it's called, it starts with an N. I don't even remember what it's called. Na- Naox, next, I don't know. It's just, it says biohazard on yeah. it. And we just assume it's a growth hormone because that's really what yeah, happens. That's what it is. So he pours it in and all of a sudden they're like, uh-oh, exactly they pour is. too much. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to get in trouble. So they take off running. And this thing, both starts shaking and starts grow, glowing green. Again, Green Monkey was the yeah. name of the movie. And uh, the next, then it cuts. Another scene, you know, another scene, and then all of a sudden, here comes the responsible candy striper and her laser tech friend, who are now apparently high, uh, come in yeah. and they decide, well, what can we do next? Oh, the next thing you got to check next. off in a horror movie, we got to make out on the table <laughs> here. Yeah, we, yes, we got to get down <laughs> yeah. and dirty. Yeah. Um, so it, they don't get down and dirty. They don't. They don't have the time. Uh, because they get down. That's about as far, that's as, about as, far as it gets. The dirty and both go down. And yeah. then, uh, <laughs> uh, then the insect shows up. You don't see it yet. Actually, you don't see that in full till almost the third yeah. act, like yeah. fifty minutes yeah. into the film, um, which is kind of aggravating. But well, yeah, typical eighties yeah. horror movie. But totally worth the payoff. Yeah. Um, so they get killed. You assume, but actually, you find out they're not get killed. Um, and so the bishop and Doctor Carson they come back and they're like, "What happened in yeah. here?" You know. Well, and well, it's quite, quite funny because the candy striper dress is hanging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I, I got to note, this is the longest synopsis you'll ever hear on this show, I promise. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. And, and I, I, when the f- first nurse comes in there and finds the room and screams bloody murder you, mm. you're, you're, about what she's looking at, but then it's like, okay, what did she see? <laughs> there's it was just a messy room. Yeah, right? there's, there's, nothing there. there's, just, there's no blood. There's yeah, no there's that's nothing. just a messy room. Yeah. The room's um, a mess. Okay, but, go know, ahead. You gotta have it there. So 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 yeah, so she screams, Bishop and Carson, Dr. Carson come running back in. Oh my gosh, what happened? Where'd they go? So they have to go start looking uh for her and uh, <laughs> or you know, and they realize the bug's gone and it's in the hospital. So they need to go looking for it. And uh so they do. They, so they, 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 the entomologist gets there, and he's like, this is probably where it's going to go, and then here we go. We're going into the third act and to find this bug before it does whatever. They go into the abandoned section of the hospital, which used to be like the old mental... In, insane asylum. Insane asylum, yeah, because yeah, that's what it always is in yeah. these movies. Like, uh, yes, every hospital has an old abandoned insane asylum attached, yeah. magically somehow. So they're going down through all the, the, these old tun- like tunnel-esque type hallways, and uh, they end up coming up on a nest um, where they find the candy striper and the laser tech guy are in like a cocoon because this insect has somehow created a mate because the it, they they definitely let you know it's his mate. It's a female yeah. bug, but we don't know where the female bug came from. 
So we assume it came from. Well, they they him. mentioned hermaphrodite first. Uh, that's right. They did. They did. It was yeah. a hermaphrodite. Yeah. And then it says, well, now it's got a female, and it's protecting it, and then it goes from there. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the female's laying eggs already, and the eggs are eating off the cocoons, which happens to be the candy striper and the the laser tech guy. And uh, so Carson and and um, Jacobs. Um, well, Carson screams and gets the bug's attention and starts chasing after her and Jacobs, which gives Rails Rails back character Bishop a chance to go in and he throws, um, uh, he, he blows it up, you know, put, puts this thing on fire. He ends up ultimately killing uh, the candy striper and the laser tech guy. The bug didn't really finish him off. Yeah. Bishop did. Uh, oh, yeah. But he kills it. And so the bug hears its mate dying, freaks out and goes chasing back and finds, you know, its mate's dead, but it's picked up the scent of Bishop somehow already. And so it's chasing Bishop. And that's pretty much what the rest of the movie is, is this thing hunting Bishop down. Right. Bishop goes running out. Joey's made it back down there. He's freaking out. Joey, what are you doing? He picks Joey up. They go running up. And he's like, Joey, you got to get everybody out of here. Get them out of the hospital. But they can't evacuate the hospital because while all this is going on, you still have the virus that's been affecting more and more people. And the army has now put this place on quarantine. So they're trapped in the hospital with this big, massive <laughs> murderous bug. They're telling them to escape. They can't escape because people's got a virus. And so it's all complete chaos. And, well, while this is going on, and I tried to say this a little bit later, the cure has been found <laughs> for the virus. Yeah. <laughs> so if you remember Miss Marwella, the lady yeah. who brought in Frank from the greenhouse, who uh, this is really all her fault because she ordered the stupid plant that caused this in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. was infected with the virus had the same symptoms she was patient zero or one i guess she's patient one yeah patient one she has been locked in isolation with her blind friend Dee, Dee who is hands down my favorite character of the movie yeah. yes and, and note that Dee, Dee wasn't sick she just came wandering <laughs> she, into the yeah, hospital through the an emergency yeah. exit door of an isolation wing yeah. blind somehow yeah. But Dee's whole goal is because Fred died. Oh, I forgot about that too. Yeah, Fred dies. By the way, um, they try to give yeah. him li uh, like life, some, you know, chest compressions. It's oh, another yeah. bloody scene. Blood use the, goes yeah, use the paddles and blood flies. Oh everywhere. yeah, just think think the thing, just not <laughs> yeah. quite as yeah. you know, it's more red and less yellow. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. So she's trying to make Dee's want to make Marwella feel better. So she's doing so because she snuck in a fifth of Jack Daniels. Yeah. And these two <laughs> ladies have been doing nothing but getting drunker and drunker by the second throughout this whole film. And it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it is. And you come yeah, to find out that that's actually what the cure is. <laughs> Just yes. all you need is a little bit of whiskey and you're good to go. Um, so you got them in there and they're trying to help people out too. The old ladies, they're drunk off their rocker in this movie. And uh, so got, it's just chaos, complete chaos going out through the film. And so the bug is chasing Rail Bishop through the hospital, and they're trying to get everybody out. He decapitates one guy, not Bishop, because we know Bishop's already killed two people. But the bug has decapitated uh, some dude on crutches in another gruesome great scene. Um, and he's chasing yeah. him through the hallway, and they're trying to get these people out. And Dr. Carson and Jacobs realize we need to get it into the laser room because it's three-foot wall concrete walls will get it trapped in there. So they go after Bishop to kind of get Bishop to lure him in there. And so they're running through, it's chasing it through the hospital. And then uh, they run into a room and Bishop realizes, Oh crap. And they walk into a delivery room and that enters the dude from happy Gilmore yes. who him and his wife <laughs> have shown up because he is calculated to a T the moment the child's going to be yeah. born. And there when there thinks he's crazy at the beginning of the movie, but 
he actually is right. He yes. somehow managed to calculate That's what it. I was going to say, all tell him, they tell him to go home, and she goes into labor before they yep. get out of that hospital. And they serve nothing yeah. but comedic purposes. They're just, they're oh, just yeah. comedic yeah. fodder for the movie. Well, Bishop, and, and, Bishop and it should be noted yeah. that the only reason he was off is because he forgot to uh, uh, calculate for daylight savings. That's oh, right. Yes. 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 Otherwise, yeah. he would have been right on. <laughs> yeah, then the, the Bishop crashes through the room, Yep. and, you know, and the monster's chasing him, and then she sets up. I feel it. It's coming. It's coming. I'm like, oh, my God. How how corny can this one get? Um, So he ends up, and Bishop gets cornered by the bug, which the bug, of course, has ripped through everything, people and walls and doors, and then decides it's going to fight Bishop, you know, imano imano, one-on-one style. And he ends up knocking Bishop out and is about to kill Bishop when Jacobs and Carson shows up in the room. And Carson or Jacobs happened to do a recording, audio recording of the mate, and he plays it back and he gets the bug's attention. So they end up managing to lure it into the laser room where the final climax happens. And you got Carson and Jacobs and uh, Bishop trapped in the room with them. And this thing's trying to kill them all. Jacobs is pretty jacked up for a moment. Um, and then they end up turning the laser on, using the laser, and they end up blowing out one of its eye and ultimately killing this thing. Right. Um, and, uh, of course, happy ending. They've cured the virus with whiskey thanks to the drunk old ladies. The bug's been killed. Only he only killed one person, even though three people died because of Bishop. Um, and then, oh yeah, and Bishop's partner is now out of surgery. He's good to go. So it's happy ending there. Joey and Bishop. Joey's like, Bishop, am I going to see you again? And Bishop's like, dude, you're my best friend now, man. Of course I'm coming back to see you. All super happy ending. Then he walks out, and then of course, like every '80s movie. The music yep. kicks in, the camera goes <laughs> flying back down to the old insane asylums, and we see, oh, there's another bug. Oh, yes. And then boom, into the movie. So super standard 80s monster movie. Super, super standard. Um, but super, super fun, I think. I'll go. I'll start this one because I don't know who started last. Um, this one had a lot I of did, just- so it's on you. Okay. Yeah. It just had it just it hit all the check marks of what you needed. You know what I mean? For those 80s monster films, okay? Who's going to die? Well, it needs to be somebody who's- done drugs or is trying to have sex um there's got to be a drunk person you know there needs to be plenty of blood there needs to be some comic relief you mean every check mark you need this thing hit every single one of them um a stupid plot hole that makes no sense a lot of the virus in this movie um it seemed like they forgot about it when they were writing it because when you're watching the movie you forget about it because it seems important for like a split second and then it's gone all of a sudden it's just you need to have military That's there. the bug. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. you got to have the military out there so nobody can get out of the Right, hospital. you got to keep trapped. So yeah. it was just a plot hole. But then they're like, oh, crap, we forgot. Uh, how do we cure it? And I'm like, oh, Didi, whiskey. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the cure. We're good. Stand <coughs> Film it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it just hit every checkbox. And for a low-budget film, though, you had a pretty good stack of actors in this, especially when it, I mean, especially Steve and then Gwyneth, I mean, who plays Bishop and Dr. Carson. Well, everybody did really good. I mean, um uh, yeah, that that uh, my favorite, of course, is Dee Dee, who was Joy Coghill, um, who she's been on like she was on like X Files, a lot of TV stuff, X Files, and um, she's had a few small movie roles. Um, but Dee Dee, I freaking love. She's my favorite character in the whole movie. Um, but so decent actors throughout the movie. Um, not you know the best. I mean, you do have good solid performances from everybody, and this uh, to me everything was timed really well. Um. And as far as keeping the movie moving, having the perfect comedic 
spot drop here and there, especially with the pregnant couple. And then when you finally get to the monster itself, there's plenty of ooey gooey goodness. I mean, when it comes, especially Fred with the, the, the you know the the insect turd coming out of his mouth, then his chest caving in because his bones were disintegrating and blood flying everywhere. This movie was supposed to be rated PG-13, by the way, which the Blue Monkey VHS release is PG. It is not rated R um, because a lot of the scenes that's in the version we watched, the insect release was edited out of that. Like like the blood oh. scene from Fred, that's not in there. The decapitation of the guy in the hallway is not in there. Um, I think that actually may be it. But like the really bloody bloody stuff. Now all the nasty ooey goodness of the bug that's not colored red is is you know it, it was kept in. Um, but the bug itself, man, they did a phenomenal job. This thing looked awesome. Like this just looked like a good nasty monster. It was just a bug monster. I mean, they did a really good job with the practical effects on it. They kept the shots on it pretty quick. Um, the sound effects on it were really, really good. Actually, I think the sound effects and the scoring of the whole movie was superb, especially the scenes involving the bug itself. Um, but this was just a fun, man. This one was just fun. I had characters I loved. I loved Joey, the kid. I thought he was freaking great in the movie. I'm a big, I'm a sucker for Steve Rails back. I think he's an underrated actor. I've always liked everything he's done. Even that really crappy movie, Nuki, he did. Um, that was really good. Um, I thought the you know, Gwyneth was great. Again, I freaking loved Dee Dee. Like, Joy Coghill was top-notch. I think Marwella and Dee Dee are just worth the movie for me. Um, I thought it did really, really good for the movie. Special effects for a $3 million budget were top-notch. I mean, nothing looked... Even watching the Blu-ray transfer that I have, you know, the 1080 transfer, they held up pretty good, I felt like. I mean, as far as all the special oh, effects, yeah. like they held up really, really well. Um, there's some plot holes that don't make a whole lot of sense, but it's an 80s straight to home video. So it's kind of expected. Um, but so for me, I loved it. I love this movie. It's fun. Um, you know, there's definitely better films out there. Um, but the, I think the cast, uh, shines really well in this. I think the special effects really shine really well in this, especially when it comes to the monster. And then it may lack a little bit in every other department. Uh, but for me, um, and then I'll pass this off. This movie has some major nostalgia to me because I first saw this with you. Mm-hmm. Well, you were partially passed out, I think. Um, oh. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> okay, we, we'll leave that out. Okay. Um, no, 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 bad. So we were we were heading back um, to your apartment uh, up in Indiana, mm-hmm. uh, your red truck. Uh, and I remember this trip because you were super cool about it. Cause I was, I don't know how old it was. I was young. I mean, I was young enough to be childish and play, you know, I don't know, maybe eight, I don't know, eight, 10. No, you you weren't 10 closer to eight. Closer to eight. Um, so then this was circa the time sci-fi channel just showed up. So just, Uh, you know, it was brand new. That would be, um, so we're driving back and I remember like, I was, we were playing spaceship, like we were driving yep. down the, the interstate in your spaceship, and I was like in the floorboard pretending like I was your co-pilot. <laughs> yeah. So for, I mean, major memories that stuck with me, but we uh, we were driving from Florida to Indiana, um, and uh, so we stopped and got a hotel for the night, or a little motel, and I remember it being super late, and I was just, I don't know if I was just Jones or whatever, and so we turned on the TV and turned the sci-fi channel, and Blue Monkey came on. This movie came on, and that's what I fell asleep to watching was this movie. I watched it all the way to the end, but then just cocked out afterwards. But so for me, 
the the whole spaceship oh, travel yeah. oh yeah and then oh, stopping yeah. to see as a child you know child remember this this movie just stuck with me as a kid and so seatbelt ma- what seatbelt yeah in that there's, there was no seatbelt <laughs> no seatbelt not needed right up interstate seventy five <laughs> yeah, man yeah. no no biggie <laughs> this was this was back when it was safe to travel without them don't yeah. worry um, so for me I mean this movie just because of that memory and that trip. Uh, just stuck with me, and so this movie became a staple for me. Of, I remember, you know, as a teenager, going, "Man, what was that movie?" I remember watching the movie when we knew you were going back to your apartment, um, on that trip, and I was like, "I remember we stopped, and it was on the Sci-Fi Channel," and it took me a while to hunt down and find it, and I finally ended up coming across images of it online, and I was like, "This is the movie," because I remember the blue monkey line. Yeah. And um, and I found it, man. In this movie, so I mean, I, I gave it a pretty decent rating, um, but I gave it a little bit extra because Perfect. it's huge for me, nostalgic. Oh, yeah. So this movie, and then when I finally found it on VHS, this was one of the more expensive VHSs I I did buy, um, because back then, I mean, yeah, it was a rental. Um, but she what? It, I'm sorry, Ruby, because you asked me if it was a rental earlier, but yeah. it, it was, but it was not for sale. I offered her oh. more money. Because I had a, at the time, <clears throat> I had a, a track record of with video stores, kind of how they worked. Uh, we lived in a town called Rutledge, and there was a Rutledge Video, a little small mom and pop video store that was ran by an amazing lady named Pam. And I love Pam, and I got to the point where I was repairing VHS tapes for Pam because I got good to like fixing uh-huh. them. And fixing VCRs, and so like yeah. I got to, you know, I was. How often was I in that store, man? You were there a lot. I was there. Uh, I mean, multiple times a week as a kid. So, but I got to see how video stores worked, and I knew that video stores they kept a tally record because video because like if you went and bought a movie a VHS at Walmart back then, you you know, I mean, well, it would depend on the you know, this was the nineties. You know, you're you're looking at twenty to thirty dollars. Okay. Yeah. If you're a video store owner to buy the same tape, same movie, you're looking at anywhere from seventy to one hundred and twenty dollars to buy your copy because you're turn around and you're renting and you're making money. So I mean, so the stores for them to order the movie was super a lot more expensive, and actually some stores waited sometimes and bought the movie at like Walmart. You know what I mean? Because it was cheaper to get. Um, but um, so I knew that they had a most video stores had to uh, track rentals, and because they had to report them as well. So you know you got this movie for rent. This it rented this many times this week or this month or whatever. So I find Blue Monkey at that store, and I said I want to buy it. She's like, well, it's not for sale. I said, when's the last time you rented this movie? She goes, well, I don't know. I said, well, I know you keep records. If you haven't rented this movie one time. In the last month, sell it to me. If you've rented it more than once in the last month, then I won't. I won't do anything. I said, but I will pay. I'll give you thirty dollars for it. And that's what I paid for it because I figured that's probably around what you know it would cost. She looked. She hadn't rented that movie in almost five months. She's like, yeah, okay, you can buy it. And so that's why that's how I bought it. I bought it from the video store. That's so cool. um, that's a cool story. Yeah. And uh, so, cool story, bro. And I still, yeah. yeah. So I still have it, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but then I end up getting the the Blu-ray for it. So for this one, for me, I love this movie. It is ooey gooey nasty, which is great uh, for any monster movie. Um, it's 
I wouldn't call it subpar of a monster film because it does pretty good. Hits all the check marks. It's you know it's a high grade B movie. Um, does really well. But I, I I love it. What about you guys? Go ahead, Ruben. Well, I'm the low the low man of the group as far as the stop ratings go. Um, but I like the special effects on it. Um, I the, I thought the score was cool. I mean, it was t- it. This is. This is very dated. This is a very dated movie. Okay. You pop it in the minute it starts, you like, yep, this is from the 80s. All right. Oh, yeah. It does right not away. hide. You just know it's from the 80s. And it doesn't hide the fact it uses a, a classic formula for all these 80s horror films. Now, now, Sludge says it's a high B. I'm calling it a lower B. I've, I've seen some very good B movie ratings, and, and I would. I'll put this one in the middle of the pack only because of the special effects. I think this, the special effects earn it a higher rating and it makes up for the storyline and for the, the lack of, you know, for the story, the, the plot holes as you, you Oh, cause it's full of them. Yeah. It is full it's of plot, plot holes. Yeah. It's, it's got a lot of flaws, but it makes up for it in the special effects, I think. And, um, it's just, it's a it's an okay movie. I mean, like I said, I gave it a low rating, but if if, if it's special effects and especially this the ver- if you get to see the the R rated version, it's, I would say that one's better because there's some gore in it that that kind of redeems the movie. That I I don't know how it is. I haven't seen the VHS. I don't know how they covered that up. I guess they just cut cut to something else or just skip it all together. Yeah, they just they just but, cut the scene um, short. It, it's a pretty good. I I do find it funny that that. That big old that room was one big laser that basically was just a laser pointer. Yeah, that's all it yeah, was. a powerful laser pointer. That's all it was, and that it's in a hospital that's, you know, very unimportant. But as far as um, if you go into it knowing that okay, I'm gonna get your typical '80s horror movie. I think you can enjoy it, especially with the special effects. I think that makes it an enjoyable movie. And uh, I, I think it's it's worth it. Now, will I go out and buy the Blu-ray? No, I probably won't. Unless I find it, unless I find it at Walmart in a bin for ten bucks, then you know what? I I might spend ten dollars just to have it. I, in I don't think you could find that one in a bin for ten. <laughs> probably bucks. not. Maybe five or less. <laughs> yeah, maybe five. Or five less. or less. Yeah. Okay. You know. Well, I'm talking about Blu-ray. Yeah. You know. So am I. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. So. I'm saying Walmart sells Blu-rays for about eight to ten dollars. Yeah. You know, they got oh, yeah. a big bend in the middle of the store yep. there. If I saw it there, I might pick it up just to add it to my collection. But I'm not going to go out and pay thirty dollars for it. I, um, I did twice. Like you did. But yeah, I don't like have that man. Twice. I don't have that cool story. Yeah. I don't have that cool story that you do. A good example is if I saw King Kong Lives on 4K, I would spend thirty dollars to get it. I know it's a terrible movie. But it has nostalgia for me. Yep. Right. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It has that. It has that. And, and you guys know, you know, regular listeners know, of the show know, I put a heavy grade on on nostalgia, man. I mean, nostalgia can bring something that's a two up to a, a four, four and a half easily. Yep. Easily, if you have good. I, I gave a whole point for nostalgia on this. Yeah, I mean, it, it easily does that. It does it for me. Um, you know, not to get off track, but somebody asked me. This past weekend, because they, they were asking me about the podcast, and I was telling them what we do. And right away, they said, what's your favorite Godzilla movie? And, of course, I didn't hesitate. 
You guys know what it is, right? Invasion of the Astro Monster. Invasion of the Astro Monster. Monster Zero, and they kind of looked at me and kind of tilted their head like a dog that said, like, what did you just say? <laughs> because to them, they're like, that's not even, I'm like, it's a nostalgia thing for me. I said it, and I said, and you'll hear that from me on the show all the time. I like to talk about nostalgia. So it's very understandable. I, mean, I can relate to exactly what you just said perfectly because uh, a lot of movies have that connection to me. This one, this is the first time I've seen it. I've never even heard of this movie until... It was brought up that we we're going to do it. Never heard of it. Didn't see it at the rental store. Um, you know, and that's because I would go straight to the horror section when we got to the rental place and I'd look for, you know, off the wall horrors to watch. And I watched some bad horror movies in my day. Um, so this one, I've, I've never even heard of it. And then once I started reading about it, I'm like, well, it went straight to video. So that's probably one thing. So probably it never made it down here to lonely South Texas, you know, like it did to the middle section of, of America. But uh, it's a fun movie. It is fun. It's got great special effects. Um, it, it 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 moves at a good pace, you know. Yeah, it doesn't consider you don't get bored. The the monster yeah, shows up like fifty bored. minutes into the movie, but it doesn't really feel and like then, that, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't miss it. I mean, it kind of bothered me. They say, "Ooh, what is that?" But they never show it. They never showed the bug once they cut it open, uh, cut open that turd yeah. and it flies yeah. out or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They never show it, and it irritated me a little bit. But at the same time, like okay, they're they want to give us a money shot. Yep, and I can understand that. So, all that said, it's it, it's a it's worth to sit down to watch, e- even if it's just to for a good laugh. You know what I'm saying? To kind of sit there and 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 go back to. To you know the middle eighties, eighty seven. I think this movie came yeah, out. Yep, yep. Just to sit there and believe me, I sat down and as soon as I came up, I'm like, and I was back. I was back, you know, in in my room in the eighties, sitting there, and and you know something that would be on sci fi. That's exactly what came to mind on that. I said, this is something that would come out on sci fi. Yeah, back when sci fi put good US- movies on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Or USA Network, or USA Network at two in yeah. the morning, or yeah, TNT's or Monster like Vision. Oh yeah, you know, back in yeah. the day. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, so it's not that that I think it's a particularly bad movie. I just you know uh, you know grading it among other movies, I just didn't think you know movies that I've given a three to. I don't think this is as good, so that's why I gave it a lower rating. But I still find it fun, and um, you know. Like I said, I would purchase it, but I would surf if it. If I've, I've channel surfing, and it came on, I'd stop and watch it. You know, if that that helps out anybody out there. <laughs> and I'm gonna hand it over to Mark. Right. Mark you, know, is, <laughs> you know, it's definitely the classic. Like you know, like you guys say, '80s yeah. horror movie. You know, then it has so much. One of the things that bothered me in the whole movie, knowing that it's an '80s movie, is that they cut the little turd open. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And then the uh, the kids do what they do and pour that uh, growth hormone in there. Yeah. And then the candy striper comes back in and says, oh, we've been gone 30 minutes. <laughs> now, in 30 minutes' time, this little turd has grown <laughs> yeah. humongous, yeah. And, but yet she doesn't see, see it. No, that neither room. one of them see it. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, she doesn't notice the mess the kids <laughs> Yeah, no. The kids made a big mess. Yeah, they, just... they, they knock over stuff. Yeah, because this thing's like eight, 
10 feet yeah. tall. It's huge. And, huge. and I, you know, I'm sitting on the couch watching it, talking to myself, saying, how? How can that be? How can <laughs> yeah. that be? Uh, it, it, it was. It's um, a, good, a good movie to watch. I mean, if you, if you have nothing else to do and you're <laughs> going to come home and sit on the couch and say, hmm, that's what, what, what we're watching. But I think it's, you know, I like Steve Earls back. You know, he, he did a lot of, I thought, good horror movies back uh, uh, then. Uh, Helter Skelter scared me to death. I just, oh yeah, that, that, that played with me mentally when he came out with that. So I've always liked him. Um, and so I think the actor's. And the actresses, uh, they had pretty good ones on there and, and did really good with yeah. what they had. You know, I felt like $3 million budget, after you paid the actresses and actresses, they went to the first abandoned warehouse and said, okay, we're going to make a hospital out yeah. of that. You, and, you would think the special effects would have yeah. went but, straight yeah. to that. But they did yeah. a great job with with what they had and what they, they, oh, yeah. they did. Because I can and, think of plenty of 80s. Monster movies that the special effects don't. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, I thought it, overall it was a, uh, it was a decent movie. I, you know, I, I split the two of you, uh, uh, yeah, with, you with, this, with this movie and uh, the soundtrack. I mean, or the yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, he, they did a good job for uh, for an eighties horror movie. So I think overall, I, it's a, uh, I, I gave it a thumbs up and. Uh, for what we were working with, it's a, it's a movie, it's worth looking at at least one time. At oh yeah, time. yeah, and you'll find yeah. out if you like it or not, and oh, yeah. throw it in your collection oh, somewhere, yeah. or if you don't. But I, I think well, it's, worth it's, it, man. it's one of those movies. Then you see Steve Rails back in another movie and say, "Hey, I know that guy." And I, yep, yeah, yep. I'll watch that. So good yeah, movie. And Steve always has those roles. I mean, like because not only did he play Manson in Helter Skelter, yeah. which is just I mean, if you've never seen Helter Skelter, oh yeah, you you gotta have watch to watch that. that. Um, I know we do, oh, you know, yeah. we, we're a monster show, but I will promote oh, yeah. that. That oh, was yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. But that's not the only time he played a serial killer. He played Ed Gein in the 2003, four. There was an Ed Gein movie came out in the early 2000s. He played Ed Gein in that as well. But he's also in, like, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Alligator. You know, he's not an alligator, but oh, yeah. he was in the sequel, Alligator oh, to the Mutation. Uh, yep. You know, I mean, so, and he, you know, he was on um, – I think he was on like an episode of Kolchak, and um, uh, he's done a lot of really good stuff, oh, yeah. especially in, oh, in yeah. horror things. He was he was in the second Hitcher movie. Again, he was in Nuki. He played a Doctor Nuki. Nuki was kind of like this alien movie or whatever set in Africa. It was more of a kids movie, um, but it was really really good. He was in the the Wind, uh, which is another horror movie from back in the eighties. Um, so I mean, a really good actor. I mean, yeah, a lot he, of faces he was doing a see. lot. Yeah, you saw um, him a lot in the eighties. And then, yeah, even in the '90s, some too. Yeah, yeah, and so I mean, great, great actor. You'll see him. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, I know who this guy is. Yeah. You know, um, so I mean, yeah, I think you know, not the greatest movie. Again, for me, it it, it definitely checked a little bigger yeah, because yeah. of the nostalgia stuff. It, it it had the good you know special effects and and it had the good you know comedy moments when it when it needed to be in yeah, there. Yeah. You know, and I think that was you know the the two women getting drunk. I mean, they were south. And they were going around. And they were just having a blast. <laughs> they were. You know, so what? There's, so what? There's a monster running through this hospital. They're having fun. Oh yeah. Oh, How, yeah. The chaos, quarantine, yeah. a bug killing people. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're it's just great. drunk off their it's rocker, great. having oh, yeah. a good time. She's. And, the, and, you know, and one it's of, funny. The, the nurse is taking care of him. Says, "Why are you guys the only ones not sick in this hospital?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then that's when she makes the connection. Uh, that's great. <laughs> and my wife was even she watching. She's like, she did. She said this. She was like. What are you watching first? Because before she saw yeah. like the, the the turd getting cut yeah. open, I'm like, "Well, I'm watching Blue Monkey," you know, for the for the episode. 
And she's like, why do every, why does every actress look like a cheap 80s porno star in this movie? Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> wow, they do. Like, yeah. I was like, not, not to put a label on anything, but like all the extras, that, that's what the, the candy striper, the, the nurse oh, at yeah. the front desk. I'm oh, like, yeah. wow, they got them all painted up and it's kind of like what it looks like they're supposed to be in. And I was like, no, it's not that. I promise it is not that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't know how you guys know what they look like. So. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah that, that was yeah. your call. Don't, <laughs> oh, don't be looking at me. Um, that was all out of you. <laughs> yeah, don't I have no you, idea. You know. That's the wife's fault. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah that was Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, it so, was her fault. That, that's where that happened. Not me. It was her. It was her. So, um, Oh, Life Force. That is a terrible <laughs> yeah. connection. The whole yeah, fact where that did, just, where did that the come fact from? that we just what, was making a joke about them looking like porno stars, and I immediately went to Life Force, Force. for Steve Rails yeah. back, and there everyone knows – as an 80s kid, you only watched Life Force for one reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, crap. All right. So forgive me for that, guys. I okay. apologize. There we go. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Steve's in uh, Life Force. I forgot he was in that movie, too. Space Vampires. Yep. Uh, all kinds of craziness. Anyway, so, so yeah, it's a good, fun movie, man. Uh, I mean, it, and it's nasty. It's just gooey. There's just there's as much – I think there's as much um, – just like yeah, I guess in the eighties they used a lot of like like the KY jelly for like the ooze and stuff. There was probably as, as oh, the yeah. same amount of buckets of that stuff as there was you know buckets of blood for the new Evil Dead movie. Oh, you know what I mean like yeah. there's just yeah. it's just this one's ooey gooey. I, I was trying to think of like was there anything else in that era that was more ooey gooey than this? And as far as like American films, the only thing I come up with was actually was Ticks, but Ticks came out a little bit later in the nineties. Yeah. Um, that, know, when did the Blob come out? The remake. The next. That was in the 80s. Yeah, 80s, no, yeah. that was eighty seven. Yeah. The Blob. Remake, I think it was yeah. the same year. Um, yeah. or no. eighty eight. No, eighty seven. I think yeah. eighty seven or eighty eight. It was one of those two years. Um, yeah, that was pretty good too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love that one. So, but yeah, so I mean, if you guys haven't seen this one, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's like Ruben said, it's probably not one you're going to be like me and buy for thirty dollars, especially twice. Yeah. Um, being VHS and then again on Blu-ray. Um, but you know, if, if it comes on TV, definitely worth watching. Like it's just a fun, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a fun eighties movie, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this one, okay, it's stomp down rating time. Let's see what we gave it. All right, so we gave it. Collectively a three, so three out of five. That's a pretty good solid now, movie. You know, it, but it, it, I think if, range. if we go back and check all the stomp down uh, ratings, um, I think there should be some kind of bonus or reward or some cash value <laughs> on the person that see like like you had a four, Ruben, you had a two, and I had a three, and it come out of three. I should get a point for that. And so oh, like it's so, so, so like for Christmas. Such being this, <laughs> you're the man. You're the man on this. Uh, you should come up with a cash bonus for like me or Ruben if whoever has the most points. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't even pay you a salary for this show. What do you think I would give you a cash yeah. point bonus? And, and you know what? I have no idea what he's talking I knew, about. I, knew, I, knew, I, knew. I can tell the look yeah. on his face. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Oh, hey, if, no, that, if, it, if that, it comes that's, out your average, that's so. So you, know? you mean a, a a point bonus for the person who who who? Yeah, look. Who, yeah, I mean, we average a three. Well, who gave right. this stomp rating a three? Me. That's a point for me because you were the one in the middle. I, I'm the, I'm the one that. That actually, well, I, I tell you I what, I, 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 I have a new system. 
I get to pick last. I get to tell you my stomp rating. <laughs> <last>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'll, I'm down if I go last. Oh, yeah. Well, here, you two do first. <laughs> okay, yeah. I will give Godzilla 54 or 3 if that'll give you a cash bonus. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Okay. I tried, Ruben. Yeah, I tried to get us some cash out. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> yes. Because the first thing I, it, I, I guess my dishonesty, the first thing I, when you said that, I'm like, okay, how do I game this? Rig this. Yeah. How can we do yeah, this? I can fix. Yeah. yeah. So this one ran. Yeah. Between the three of us, ran from two to four. So yeah. Ruben two, Mark three, me four. Again, I gave it the extra point. Yeah. Uh, for nostalgia, because this thing's very nostalgic for me. So, but still, three overall. Um, great movie, fun movie. You guys should definitely check it out. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about it? Uh, no, I'm good on it. Okay. Awesome. Well, man, guys, thank you all so much for listening to this one. We've got a big things coming next month. So next month, of course, we've finished the Godzilla films, and we're going to give you, as we start new, not well, old, new giant monster films, we're going to give you a double feature for Christmas because we feel like giving you something special. It is Christmas time, and, you know, so, and we love you. So we're going to give you a Frankenstein Conquers the World, followed up by its direct sequel, War of the Gargantuas. There we go. And then for Christmas... Because we could have it no other way for Ruben, we're right. we're watching Phoebe Cates. Okay, or I mean okay. Gremlins. Gremlins. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins is our. Yeah, <laughs> Ruben's watching Phoebe Cates. Yeah, <laughs> I'm watching Phoebe Cates. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know there was Gremlins in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Talk about them. <laughs> the movie was over, and he's like, "What do we watch?" Yeah. What's the name of this? Yeah. <laughs> so, so for Christmas we are doing Gremlins for you guys this year. That's great because we do try to keep things themed for the holidays. And then there is something special coming from the the entire network. And I'm not going to say much, but you're going to find out next month on the shows throughout the network what's coming, and it's pretty exciting. Uh, so it's going to be good. Um, but uh, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to go check out uh, the other shows on the uh, Give Me Back My Podcast Network. Of course, the action movies, horror movies, you know, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, Jimmy, and the, the Wolfie D's show. Um, you know, check those guys out, and then go hit us up. Join our group page, Monster Movie Stomp Down. Now has a group page. Uh, we've gotten a lot of people already joining. We thank you guys so much. It's awesome to be interacting with you guys a little more, uh, and you guys have been doing great with it. We just started um, this past Monday a new Monster Movie Stomp Down group page exclusive. So you're only going to get this on there. We're not going to be doing these over the podcast. And this is something for you all to talk to with us on, a little more personal. But we are doing a new segment called The Underdogs. And we will be going from the 1950s up to today, five movies from each decade that are movies that are a little more, I wouldn't say underrated because we think they're amazing movies, but yeah. they were probably missed because they you know, didn't get yeah. as big a promotion. They, they, run under, they, they run under radar. Yeah, big time. But yeah. they, they got, but they're all, I saw the list already. You know, and and they're all in, at the very least influential. Yes, we'll say that. Yes, in, in big ways. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. so definitely go check out the underdogs on the group page. Join in and talk to us about the films. If you got questions about the films? Just converse with us, man. Let us know. And again, thank you guys. We've been asking you all what shows you, or what movies you want to to hear us do. And Cameron, yes, we will get to Killdozer. I promise. <laughs> he has, <laughs> I think he hammered, he found everything he could online for Killdozer and put it on the group page. And I finally commented back, I'm like, I think you want us to do this movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He said, the post will stop after the episode airs. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, so, you know, we will get to Killdozer. We promise you that. We got, you know, Tremors is coming. Rodan is coming. So, I mean, we do, you know, we love what you guys are doing that. And if there's something you want to see us do or get our opinions on, 
let us know on the group page, man. Join it, we'll share it. We appreciate it. Again, check out all the other podcasts, um, uh, shows, because they're all absolutely fantastic. Uh, one last note for Blue Monkey. I'm sorry I did forget. Charlie, this is for you directly, because we're such big fans of Dead Heat, and I didn't think about it till just now, and I should have said it earlier in the show. Ivan Roth is who played the, the insect in this movie. Charlie, Ivan Roth yeah. is also who plays the final zombie in Dead Heat. There you so go. You know, so tie those two movies together because yeah. I could put Dead Heat with anything. That yeah, movie's phenomenal. So, all right, guys. Thank you all again so much. Go check out the group page. Join it. Like it. Share it. Go check out all the other podcasts. We will see you again next month uh, for Frankenstein Conquers the World and War of the Gargantuas. And then again on Christmas for Gremlins. This is Sludge. And Mark. You got Ruben in Texas. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Night, buddy. Now, come on, you hate. You want to live forever? Now what? But no matter what happens, Godzilla will win. And another thing, when you said. You said something about KY. He goes, I don't know. I know. Yeah. Like, KY ah, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, there's your partner oh, connection geez. again. Like, he was all I over was, that one. I was oh. in my mind before I got I got it out because I, I was like, I can't. Yeah. They use KY Jelly, but I can't not say yeah. that because that's what they <laughs> use. And I'm already digging a hole here. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Like,